Hey guys, welcome back to Raw Influence. I'm your host Samuel Leach and we have got Elliot Gwynn, Big A and Dale back in the room again for another podcast. Before we get started though, we have to say a huge thank you to our four mics from Blue Mike and the Yeti Caster sets that we have. So thank you so much for sponsoring our podcast and getting involved with Raw Influence. Today we've got an awesome uh, outlay of what we'll be talking about and following on from our last episode, just some absolute awesome facts. Uh, The first uh, episode that we had with you guys and listening in, we had over, um, I think it was about 1,300 um, unique individuals all downloading our podcast from Spotify, iTunes and uh, Podbean, listening in from the UK Australia and loads of other countries, which is absolutely awesome to see the support. I'm mad to think that you guys would listen to us talking about crisps but and Boris Johnson and the rest of it. But we'll go with it. This episode is going to be pretty interesting and we're going to be talking about the Chinese billionaire that has been exiled. So, guys, how are you all doing today? Yeah, fantastic. Thanks. <laughs> all, all right. Top of the world. Feel sorry for the rest of you. <laughs> Feel sorry for everyone else. Elliot um, can't complain. Can't complain, can't complain. Okay, cool. So um, since we obviously went away last week, how has everyone been with doing the research of what we're talking about? I know that Elliot was a late bloomer in, uh, in, in watching all, all the information about the Chinese being in there. Yeah, I watched about five minutes ago. So what was that? <clears throat> I watched about five minutes ago, so it's nice and fresh in my mind. Okay, cool. So I decided we'd choose this um as a debating topic, just because it's, um, well, I think China's obviously, well, one of the largest economies in the world, and they're quite secretive in regards to some of the information that goes out and came across a very, very um, interesting um, interview. Um, It was Kyle Bass, wasn't it? Yeah. Kyle Bass, who is a US hedge fund manager, also a billionaire uh, with funds under management, and um, Miles Koch, I suppose is his nickname, also known as, um, how do you pronounce it? Does someone else want to go for it? No, no, you, you go ahead. You're doing well. No, no. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Miles, we'll go with Miles Quok because that's what he's known as. So we'll call him Miles because it's nice and easy. It's, 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 it's Gu Weng or something, isn't it? Yeah. Is, is it? Something like that. Gu Weng. Let's, let's just get a, a correct a pronunciation on that. What actually is it? You've got enough notes there, mate. Yeah, I was quite Yeah, yeah. No, no. What, Hueng? G-U-O-W-N-E-W-E-N-G-U-I. Apologies. Wang. With Kyle Bass. So two billionaires, basically. They sat down two weeks ago. The video has currently got 1.3 million views on YouTube. Just type in Exile Chinese Billionaires Accusations of China. It's a real interesting one. Um, the reason why it sparked some of my interest is just because some of the, t- the discussion points that they had but um, also it had the uh, previous advisor to uh, Donald Trump as well. I think it was, it was chief strategist, um, uh, was it Steve, uh, Stephen Brenner, was it? Yeah. Stephen Brenner, yeah. And um, he was also actually resigned from, uh, from the White House as well. Um, so let's open up the debate then. Anyone want to go first with some of their opinions or thoughts on... I think it's a good idea to give a background as to what they were talking about. So okay. do you want to give sort of the, the overall? I don't, I don't mind. You're, you can go if you want. 
well, I'll give it a good go. So he has basically been exiled and taken asylum in the USA. Said he loves China, loves the culture, loves the people, but hates the CCP, which is the Chinese Communist Party. Um, reason he hates them is because he believes they are basically brainwashing the Chinese people, specifically the Falun Gang. <laughs> Poor pronunciation, I know. Um, mistreating them and basically saying that they need to put the Communist Party before their own family. Mm. And then all the back dealings that go with this, uh, false Chinese economy, printing the Chinese yuan, and they can't put that outside of the economy. So finding ways to bring dollars into the economy through money laundering, through banks that are in America and across the world. So yeah, there's a lot that went into it, wasn't there? A lot of accusations saying that they also killed, put people in jail, or you, you can be in any position of power or entrepreneur. You're a target if you don't believe in them. Yeah, I think I think it, they um, a lot of the media actually wrote off what Miles was saying um, until his prediction started coming true. Because it was who was it? It was the previous company. Uh, There's another company. It was was it H something or other, wasn't it? Um, does anyone remember it? The H and A. Yeah, H and A. It was what? It was, the, it was a chairman. He fell off a wall, didn't he? Well, apparently he predicted that he was going to die within a year, and he died. 365 days into the year in in France, in Provence. And they said he fell off a two-foot wall and died. A two-foot wall? A two-foot wall. So How short was he? <laughs> he was with Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> either way. Either, <laughs> but either way, he died. So, yeah. And that's that's kind of what started to gauge interest, I think, from media, that he, he predicted that, um, that that would happen. And he, I think he also he also predicted that uh, Jack Ma. Uh, well, he was saying about Jack Ma how the CCP are trying to get more shares in Alibaba, and uh, he predicted that before the interview, which is what Carl Bass was saying that he told him, where he had to hand over shares to five unknown people. That's right. Yeah. Which you know is interesting in itself because that's you know almost like the CCP are trying to gain ownership or shares of Alibaba. They just want to be in control of everything that happens in China and be control of the money flow. Yeah. But that's what they've done for 4,000 years. They've, they, what's the background? Where is it leading is where you should go with this. For 4,000 years, China was the number one ruling nation on the earth. Everybody else was second place. So they ruled by control but for the last hundred of hundred years since america has predominantly come forward with technology and advancements for the last hundred years japan has got uh, so china has gone down and so you have this conflict so they're trying to do everything they can socially economically military they're trying to get back power they want to take over the world yeah it is. It's an interesting debate because obviously, he came out and said that the CCP killed him, uh, which is for the people that don't know, CCP is the Chinese Communist Party, and then all of a sudden, mystery shareholder comes in, owns twenty eight percent of H and A, um, saying that it's um, 
it was basically going down along to saying that it was Wang Kishan and his family that owned the shares, who's obviously yeah. a member of the uh, CCP, and started going into a, a lot more detail about the kind of takeover of Alibaba and predicting. I think that's why it raised eyebrows. And then literally after we finished the previous podcast, it was only two or three days after, wasn't it? Where um, Jack Ma then basically came out and said that he'll be stepping down from Mm. Alibaba. What I'm interested in is something actually that brought light to me this morning was I didn't realize that uh, Jack Ma owned a massive financial company as well that he says was valued nearly at a trillion. I don't know if that's, is that, is that true? Well, that's apparently what they've said. Did you know that? Did you know that before this interview? No. They can't see you shaking your head. <laughs> I didn't know you were asking me. <laughs> yeah. no, no. But the trillion that, that trillion dollars competes with China's banks. And that's where, where the problem lies, because he, he has greater influence than Chinese banks. So they want to take over or take him over and control him so that they have power. Because if he has that amount of money, they lose control over some part of their country. Yeah. It was, it was it was interesting looking at how much money they was printing. Did any of you guys look at that? It's 30 billion, wasn't it? No. Yeah. It's 30 trillion, sorry. Yeah. It was like 29 something or other, wasn't it? It's yeah. like the most I've ever done. He kept saying how, you know, it was only half, half a billion actually gets invested into social housing in right. China and the rest goes to the elites. It goes into... Out of the country into dollars, doesn't it? To buy wealth and to buy companies and all that. Well, yeah, because they're just basically saying that they're printing money that's not really worth anything. So then they funnel it out into other currencies because you can't have any other currency coming into the uh, going coming in and out of China. So it has to go into the uh, Chinese yuan and then it goes back out again. So if it does, it goes through the Hong Kong banks, things like that, and then goes into Hong Kong dollars or US dollars, which is kind of predominantly what China needs in order to keep the economy afloat. Yeah. It was it was really interesting. And then he was going along the lines of saying how um, the the previous, uh, what was it, I was talking and sat with George Washington. Um, Bush. George Bush. Uh, sorry, uh, George Bush. <laughs> George Washington. <laughs> be- going back to the founding fathers. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> George Bush. And talking about how he's got to make 20 million jobs a year, otherwise there'll be a revolution in That's China. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So is that going to happen then? Well, they're saying that if they keep going at the rate they are, within two years, they're screwed, basically. That's right. Could you imagine if that prediction comes true, though, and he basically says... Well, I was just thinking, they said there was a lot of Chinese investment into London when Brexit, because the pound was so weak. So that begs the question... They've taken over part of London there. Well, they bought into the Shah, didn't they, when they were multi It's a silent takeover. Silent takeover. <laughs> but they buy into it. They buy the big flats up there for mega millions and then don't live in them. So it's all investment. So as long as the price goes up, they can take it back out again and make money. So what's the, um, what's the kind of target then, do you reckon, that they're trying to achieve? What do you reckon they're trying to achieve from well, doing the, 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 Total control. Total, total control. Is that picking it up? Are you having mic issues? I'm just getting really weird interference in my headphones. I'm um, just going to take them off. Oh, right. Might, might be... Cheers, um, no worries. Might be phones and stuff. No problem. No, it could be phones. But are they trying to make money? They're, they're, they're trying to do it through 
uh, every avenue they can. They're trying to increase wealth. They have to, to bring money into the country. So they're not making it in now. They're not making it in, in, in China, are they? That's very true. That's very true. So they're almost basically, uh, are, we, are we brave enough to go and say then that they're money laundering? Is that, what, is that well, what? that's exactly what the guy said. I know, but do you believe him? Let's just let's debate that. Do do we believe what he's saying? Because, the you know, Carl Bass is quite a respected hedge fund manager and he, he was saying along the lines of, I, I find it very hard to believe after studying the Chinese banks for so long that... Um, that you, these people are money laundering through those banks? Well, flip the question. What does he get out of it by saying it? He's already had his life threatened. They've already sent people over to America to try and get him sent back home in order to put him in prison or to kill him. So if you were going to say something like that, wouldn't you just shut up if it wasn't true? Is your life worth? I don't know. I th- I'm still under the assumption that they still hold two billion of his money or something along those lines that they managed to lock up. So I think you'd be pretty bitter towards someone but like then that. What you... about all the American companies that are working out there that can't get their money out of the country? They're all wrapped up in the same in the same mold. So what? why isn't all America coming out? All the countries companies coming out saying, "Well, we want to get our money out." They can't. They can't shift it because of the. the uh, the CCP. That's interesting what you're saying about the um, bank, Chinese bank based in New York. Yeah, absolutely. How they're all spies um, and then they're black, blackmailing um, US businessmen. I mean, his his accusations were, you know, pretty, pretty mad. Um, you can see why he's wanted um, by the Chinese government and he's in hiding. Um, I mean, <clears throat> whether you believe it all or whether part of it's true, I don't know. It's, it's a difficult one. You can't, I don't think you can take everything he says at face value. The, the um, factual information, though, about printing money. Yeah, they print money. But then so so the US, so the UK, so did the ECB. Uh, obviously, the rate they're printing at to prop up their economy, yeah, is pretty alarming. Um, but... Yeah, maybe they've got themselves in too deep, like he says, and they're just trying to now take complete control to prevent it all from caving in on themselves. Yeah. I, did any of you watch to the very end sure. where he came yeah. back for the final yeah. question because he felt like he missed something out? Yeah. Did you watch that bit? I didn't get to that bit. Oh, basically, he, he, he basically said that the head of Interpol in China has now disappeared. And uh, the reason why he has disappeared is he was given the task to bring Mars Quark back to right. China, and he failed. He failed. He failed. So and he's gone. He's gone. Paywall. He also like he, could, he could just be a nutter that's making all this stuff up. <laughs> like there's nothing to say that he isn't. Like one guy. That's you reckon saying a mental this, billionaire? A billionaire. He could easily, yeah. Like he could be a psycho. Like he's obviously very clever, um, but there's nothing to. He me doesn't either. come across as being a psycho. It, it does it does it he comes yeah. across he's very as cool and calm yeah. very calm um, if not humorous but then the psych some yeah, yeah. yeah. what's it well he loves no, he talks English and what's his, his favourite word he loves to say talk about sex doesn't sex, he? sex Shack- Shack- that, uh, what was it the uh, was it BGY yeah yeah BGY yeah that was interesting um, that was talking about how they hack into yeah yeah so the hacking the gold and then the blackmail the blue um, yeah the blue I thought it was interesting what he was saying about sort of 
the reason they can take advantage of America, though, is partly naivety, but a lot to do with greed as well. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting well, how uh, this has all cropped up, though, around the trade wars with Trump. That's the interesting part about how it's all... Because he's upsetting the Apple car. <laughs> well, he is. He's upsetting it because he's putting tariffs on there. Therefore, they're not making money. Therefore, everything's going to be devalued, which is making their job even harder. Well, if, if what he says is true, China will make a deal because they have to. If, if what yeah, sure. exactly. what he's saying, China will have to make a deal in order to survive. Because they need the US dollars. Yeah. yeah, They need that deal. They need that agreement. And obviously they're going to play hardball, but eventually a deal will be made. Yeah, I, I, I don't doubt it. I mean, they're, they're, it's political chess, isn't it? If you, yeah. if you do this, I do that. And if I do that, you do this. So it's a, a back-back Trump's until... Trump's very good at it. Well, that's, yes, because he's a businessman. He's not a politician. And he's the most powerful man. Yeah. So what do we think about this then when they say about the social housing, only half a billion out of, I think you were saying 12.5 trillion was printed or something along those lines yeah. in, in a short space of time, of which only half a billion was invested into social housing. Well, yeah, they're talking about the whole cyber control, um, which obviously prevents the uproar, prevents the rebellion. But there's been rebellions for hundreds of years before the internet and stuff like that. So, yeah, but how did they deal with it then? They just had a big army that came out and, and, and shot everybody and stabbed them and killed them. But there's still revolutions. Yeah, look what happened. What is it? Um, what's his name? Square, Tiananmen Square. Tiananmen Square, when they all rioted, they put tanks on them. Yeah. You know, they, they came out in force. The, the military will take over if they deem it so. But now you've got cyberspace, so it can all be done as they say in, in New York, in that building, in the, in the bank, where they've got 2,000 people, where all the, built, all the windows are blacked out. I want to go there. But what they're doing is they're yeah, stealing technology. Yeah, you'd be interested technology. to see it, right? They're stealing technology. <laughs> yeah. But the technology they're stealing is, is between two and 300 billion a year, according anyone, to... Them. Anyone in, uh, in New York that's listening to this podcast, <laughs> go <laughs> grab a picture <laughs> and send it to us. If they haven't got any windows open... And it's good 25, 30 out. degrees, and they're all blacked out. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> and it is something to worry about. And I think it's quite interesting about when you're saying, you know, people in, in China have left with very little except for the elitists, and those who rise disappear. That's um, So I've got something really interesting on that. Okay, so over is, to Rodney. Let's go. So this is what I got sidetracked with when I was looking into this, and it's human harvesting. What? Yeah. What? So the the religious group that I mentioned earlier, Fulang Gang. So this is dramatic. They um are oh, getting sound. suppressed by the government and they're put into like prisons basically or concentration camps. You can see like satellite imaging of these huge camps that have basically turned into cities now. And they harvest their organs basically <laughs> and sell them on the black market mm. and that is like an income for them so like they've this has been known for the last like 20 years wait 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 who who's doing this so the chinese government what wait you you that brave to call out the the, the so the, the ccp are harvesting people's organs and then selling them if you go and on you Google now, bad enough. and <laughs> if you go on Google, sorry, Google now, and Google 
like human harvest sites china let's do this it will give you locations for them did they talk about making their <laughs> have blood you as well have you gone have you gone there's footage of them what like online there's like youtube everything like they've like they can't believe that it says on here as soon as i type in chinese harvesting org the first thing that comes up is chinese har- chinese harvesting organs from prisoners no, I wouldn't doubt that. And then also Falun Gong with what you're saying. Yeah. This um, is mental. China's killing prisoners to harvest their organs for transport. So they basically, it's the way Forbes. they've worked it out is that the amount of transplants that get completed per year in hospitals in China versus the amount of patients that die. So these people go to prison, they disappear in air quotes, and they're never heard from again. So all these religious individuals they go into these prisons and then the prisons say they never were there they never existed but yet they're managing to do an extra fifty thousand organ transplants per year than the amount of patients in the hospital something like that Wait, the this, quotes may not be correct on forbes it literally says the chinese government claimed that the practice of harvesting organs from executed prisoners would stop but according to the tribunal that is not the case Falun Gong practitioners have probably the main source of organ supply, the judgment stated. Yeah, I think they're like 80% of, of the individuals that they go for. <laughs> this We're just, in the wrong business. This just got really deep. But I'll tell you, it's big money on the black market, isn't it? There's plenty of mugs out there that I would like to harvest their organs. <laughs> the red market. Look, you say the red market? The <laughs> Is that the Chinese black market, the red one? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is that is mental. Told you I'd think deep for you. Is, is, is that you done now? Is it just yeah. going to leave it on that? Yeah. Who's going to Discuss. China for holiday? <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> oh, what? Wait, didn't who, didn't you fly via China? We went to I did go via China. Yeah. Oh, I bet they was looking <laughs> at you like I want those time. organs. You made, yeah, you, you had too much fat around your organs. That's <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. He had a dodgy hip at the time. Oh yeah, he did. He did. He did. He thought that was got to live his always. I should have applied for a Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, you would just thought there'd be better ways they, or easier ways that they can make money than fight that. It's funny because well, they they, 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 they like, put them in prison to brainwash them as well. So it's basically if well, they the don't brainwashing doesn't work, they just kill them and take their organs. <laughs> basically, that, from what I've read, oh, it sounds like that, something from like twenty four or like, like sci fi like, movie. This well, it's because they don't want them. So it's a Buddhist background, so they don't want them believing in religion. They want them believing in the Communist Party. That's right. Everything so, is based on the Communist Party. Yeah. You can't love your parents more than the Communist Party. Is this the kind of same sort of approach? It sounds really radical of me to say this, but like Kim Jong-un and, you know, worshipping him and his family and so on and so forth. Well, it's communism, isn't it? It's communism. He's a dictator, so, you know, he's a loose cannon, isn't he? But, yeah, it's the same principle, isn't it? We know another loose cannon in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So okay, this is it is pretty mental. And so basically, they're printing from the gist of what he's saying is he, he was saying forty five percent of the loans are bad at banks as well, which is yeah. it's not giving much hope on the on the outlook of the Chinese economy. And I don't remember Carl Pass actually disagreeing with that, which is interesting. And obviously, saying that the public. 
information, is it? It's not going to be easily accessible. Yeah. Yeah. No, but they they, they govern the, yeah. everything that's produced in China, don't they? Well, yeah, this is what he was saying about the currency exchange and control of money in and out of, of, of the converting currency. It's their full control. And it's almost like if you're just printing fake money, converting it into another money now makes that real money. Yeah, so the what was he saying? It's forty five percent of loans are bad and they have they printed four hundred percent of their GDP. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. So investing in China, yay or nay? Yeah, I'm gonna have to revisit my pension. <laughs> well yeah i mean if you go out there i'd just like to invest my pension they're like he, he gives us real money we'll we'll give him good returns let's just print more money yeah it that is crazy yeah and obviously there is a lot of western money in funds in china that he's saying that you can't get out now. yeah you can't get out so it's a one-way street that is yeah that is pretty scary in itself isn't it and they're saying the RMB, which is... Um, and then you've got the whole um, China own, uh, own a lot of US debt. And hmm. So that adds another complication. I think it's just really interesting how he was pretty much just saying that RMB, which is the renminbi, which is yeah. also known as Chinese yuan, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Is, um, is pretty much just an internal economy which is just crazy when I was looking at it. I was just sitting there thinking that the actual economy of China in dollars is external and they need the US dollar to trade externally, which is just when you start looking at it and breaking the whole thing down, you say, I think this, this just gets more and more. So what do we think the CCP's end goal is? To take over the world? Well, well, what's going on? Because even even that <laughs> Steve Steve Brenner, what is it? Brenningham or Brennan. Brennan? Yeah, obviously he was a strategist to the uh, White House as an advisor. Trump's chief. Yeah, he came out and pretty much agrees with everything that he's saying. He and he's saying they're doing uh, they're trying to take I over. Think they now. all talk to each other. Those three, right? Yeah. So they're all paddy. Yeah, but they're probably so paddy because the they're pretty powerful people. <clears throat> You know, no well, yeah, they're not small people to be like. I don't know if I disagree with him. He was basically saying that China, with the South uh, China Sea, they're just trying to shut it down, uh, take control over that side of things, which is their military advancement. Um, well, it's the main, it's the main highway through from the east all the way through. Yeah, it's Silk well, Road. I've seen that footage of the plane, isn't it, where they get the warnings and they're flying well, over the, the. Yeah, but they said they were building coral reefs initially, and that they wouldn't be armed. Now the runways on them are ten thousand meters long, so you can land bombers on there, and they are manned and they have radar. Yeah, there's a guy who went through there who was part of the on one of the Seventh uh, Fleet. He was on a, a, a destroyer that went through there, their main uh, carrier, and he said when we went through initially during the war, he said we had guns up, radar up. Now we've been told when we go through those straits, guns down, radar off. He said, so they're trying to control everything through that. When told, asked, why do you think you can build these islands? They say, well, it's in the South China Sea. That's ours. And he said, well, it's not. I mean, when they made maps, it was the nearest landfall that got named as that sea, like the Indian Ocean. Well, there's a big disagreement, isn't it, between actually who owns those? That's uh, right. Yeah, if, who, if you look at who Saudi was it? Arabia, it was, it was you get Taiwan, the Arabian Taiwan. Gulf. 
But if you look into uh, a map made in, in, in Iran, it's called the Persian Gulf. And they're just on the opposite side of the water. So it's, you know, it was free water at one time. Now they're just trying to control it. Yeah, and so it includes, it's called the Spratly Islands, yeah. Parcel Islands, and Scarborough Shoal. Shoal, Shoal yeah. Uh, various boundaries in the Gulf of Tonkin. Um, so it's just a massive debate saying China and Malaysia agree on dialogue about the sea disputes. And it's obviously Taiwan's not really going to go up and uh, go against um, what China's going to be saying, are they? No. Can anyone go against China? Very much. Or <clears throat> well, the West, building. I think. Well, yeah. the only right. people to go against them would be America. They're the only people that have got enough firepower to actually stand up to them. But the Chinese are building their military. They're trying to take over economy, the commerce, you know. They're buying up tracts of land all over the world. Well, you know, the flip side, though, Trump's also looking to do that, wasn't he? He's looking to purchase Greenland. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> In a strategic <laughs> location. Yes. I didn't actually realise Denmark owned it. Yeah. And they were willing well, to sell up it. his trip to Denmark, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he actually? Yeah. yeah. How, so, how petty is that? <laughs> or is that I'm not visiting you unless you let me buy Greenland? Yeah, something along those lines. I think he said it was because what yeah. they said about him was unsavoury, basically. Oh, but it's basically because they wouldn't sell it; they wouldn't entertain the idea. Could you imagine that seeing that on the news, like five o'clock news, and you come back, you finish work, and you sit there? Donald Trump and the USA have now confirmed a deal to buy Greenland. Yeah, what the fuck? Was that going to be his own personal island, or was that going to be... Yeah, what you? was that tweet that he did, that he goes, <laughs> I promise that I won't do this to Greenland, or whatever, and there was like, wasn't there like a house with loads of hookers on it, or something like that? Oh my They'd God. start building golf courses all over it. Uh, I've got to find ball. that. Blue balls. Honestly, I've got to find that. Donald Trump tweets joke about... Yeah, here you go. Yeah, Donald Trump was uh, tweeting a joke... Uh, about Greenland Hotel, and it didn't go down well. He literally, um, he, he goes, I promise not to do this to Greenland, and he basically building Trump Tower around all, all, all the little houses that we did. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, so let's wrap this up with the Chinese billionaire. What's our conclusion? Um, obviously, I think the mad one to keep an eye out for this is the whole Jack Ma thing, because he's actually been right on a few things there. He's now saying that Jack Ma is going to be in dead or he's going to be dead or in prison in two years. And the whole reason why the head of the Interpol disappeared was because he didn't get taken back to China by him. And also because the head of the Interpol had something to do with the killing of the chairman of H&A, which to be fair, sounds pretty freaking yeah. drastic, doesn't it? But trying to go down the lines of uh, what we see f f happening, um, I think if you predict that the chairman of H&A is going to be dead or in prison and that happens into, and he died off a two-foot wall, he either did it himself or he, he knew that something like that was happening. More importantly, to me, that means that surely there'll be a bookies out there that we should be placing a bet here that says that Jack Ma will be dead in the next five years and be conservative. But, I mean, that's <laughs> just mental to look at that line. Because if he stepped down from Alibaba, does that mean he stepped down from his financial company, which is uh, challenging the banks? So who knows? He's only one player, isn't he? There were another 68 entrepreneurs that were all approached through 
June, July and August by the CCP to hand over their shares and give them uh, to the CCP to show signs of loyalty. Wait, wait, wait. Of Alibaba? No, 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 no. CCP. Um, no, no, no. Jack Ma is a billionaire. There were another 68 entrepreneurs that have also been approached. All oh, right. 68. Of their 68. own company. Trust your notes. Yeah, 68. Trust my notes. Of their own company. Different yeah. companies. That's successful mental. entrepreneurs in China. So they, he wants them to handle So CCP own. just shitting themselves that they need to take ownership of top. Everything. It's starting to look like Russia then. <clears throat> seen a big few things where they were putting and uh, taking yeah, ownership of the business. It's all similar, isn't it? It's all, yeah. It's, it's all about control, isn't it? So we're talking about China. We could also discuss and talk about Russia and some of the stuff that he's done there with oil companies and taking ownership of some of those. So it just looks like a total control takeover from my point of view. But this is the first kind of time we've it's had someone, yeah, yeah, someone come out and say that, that Jack Ma is going to die. That's crazy. That's like saying Elon Musk well, is going to die. Green lad, isn't it? Oh, it's fresh in here, isn't <laughs> it? It, it is. is literally so yeah. fresh in here, nice Car- and cold. For anyone that doesn't so know, the world's carbon, in five years. carbon footprint's good in here. It's cold. It is <laughs> freezing cold. Um, but yes, so um, overall. Let's move on. I have a feeling that Jack Ma may end up in one of those two positions, unfortunately, based off of what he said. Chinese economy is something to watch out for. Moving on to our next discussion point is a bit random. We're going to be talking about, obviously, Ben Nevis we were supposed to talk about last time and talking about some of the charitable stuff that's going on with Overwatch charity. Um, In latest news of Overwatch, Ben, one of the guys that's uh, brokering for Wild DFX, (laughs) got into a bit of a conversation with X SAS who dares wins um, <laughs> X SAS who dares wins special forces guy. Uh, what was his nickname? Bloody hell. Foxy. Uh, I think his name is Jason Fox. Um, who's was out in Afghanistan and tried getting him to come along to Ben Nevis. And he's dared Ben to uh, climb Ben Nevis dressed in a full Roman suit. <laughs> so will he do it is the question. I wonder. Good. Good I don't reckon he'll back What's down. That? Jason Fox from SAS Who Dares Wins bet Ben that he uh, has to climb Ben Nevis with um, a uh, dressed as a Roman. He had he declined, didn't he? Because he'd already climbed it. Yeah, he climbed days, it literally a few days, days before. before. Ben tries to get in the guy from X uh, from oh, SAS Who Dares right, Wins okay. onto the Ben Nevis climb. Are you with us? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so is Ben going to do it or not? Um, I think he's debating it. I think the suit costs like four or five hundred quid, so he's going to have to rally up. Can't hire one, and he's so he's trying to buy one now. You know, they're not cheap either. He's going to be four hundred quid for a fully. Just get a tablecloth, put it over you. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to he's going to be freezing his nuts off. That's for sure. You can't imagine that one going down too well. So, in regards to Ben Evans, I think there's about ten or twelve us climbing up. We're going to be doing lots of different climbs. Excited or nervous? Looking I'm forward to it. Looking forward to it. Got my walking shoes now. <laughs> you stood it in your walking shoes, nothing else. Got me flip flops. Yeah, I've got, I've got my walking <laughs> shoes. Yeah. I think it's quite mental. You don't realise actually how much stuff and planning's got to go into doing something like that. There's a lot of, you know, safety precautions. Safety, yeah. I'll just turn up and do it on the day. <laughs> I just hope that we don't have any a couple of individual turning up with, you know, without the right kit. Actually, <laughs> you know, flip flops. Yeah. yeah, flip. They're not in flip flops. Just like. You know, tracksuit bombs, even tracksuit bombs. You're climbing with tracksuit bombs and you're, you're like halfway up out of, you know, a seven seven hours, probably eight hour round trip on, on, on the best kind of scenario. 
and you get absolutely slaughtered by sleet, snow, rain, you're you're gonna have no dick left. <laughs> like, like, literally, you're, you're well, gonna... <laughs> that's just wearing tracksuits. You wear a Roman armor. So I know where to get a new one. <laughs> Actually, no. You don't oh, want what? <laughs> what from China? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. dear. Oh, dear. yeah, maybe we can start doing it. Dale was like, I need a new tackle, mate. There you go. <laughs> what are you doing my water? <sighs> Get off of my water. <laughs> so, um, no, Ben Nevis, we're looking to do that climb. That should be very exciting. There's a, a fair few of us going up there and doing it. Um, so, yeah, congrats to those guys. A bit of a shout-out to everyone that's come to do it. Um, looking forward to it. Um, I'm hoping to get Chaz up there as well uh, <laughs> Chaz, Chaz, Chaz 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 guys I actually want this to be an open debate we can we can talk about that Chaz with a Z or with an S is it Chaz or no, is that's it not Chaz it's, <laughs> it's Chaz or Chaz Chaz or Chaz C-H Chaz right S-C-H Chaz what <laughs> It is Chaz. It's Chaz, isn't it? Surname. When you say Charlie, it's C H A. It's not Charlie, is it? Yeah, it's not Charlie. It's not Charlie. <laughs> oh my god! It's not, is it? Oh dear. I love how everyone's gone quietly. It's like, yeah, let's just move this. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's. Definitely needed a drum moment there. Why so are these milkshakes. The milkshakes. Yeah, Pat's uh, slacking. I think he's doing uh, some trading reviews. Um, guys as well don't forget next episode we have some awesome guests um, some guests coming on we've got two podcasts next week actually with two exciting guests I'm not going to reveal who they are they're definitely from outside of Samuel Co Trading we've used any buttons today well we definitely have been you just haven't had your headphones on oh that's why there you go there oh, you go there you go <laughs> <laughs> So it's um, we've got lots of stuff that's coming out. Um, in regards to um, some of the climbs, guys, if you want to get involved with um, Overwatch charity, then make sure you are um, you know heading over to overwatch.charity. You can get involved either by volunteering, donating, um, suggesting different things for us to do. We did a beach cleanup from Brighton, and that was mental. Over 100 kilos of plastic that we removed um, in a day. Uh, which was um, awesome for the beach. Give a bit of breather, but it's just crazy to realise. would have rotted in the ocean. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I, as well, we had we had Ben who was uh, just well, fucking, yeah, fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just jumped in to pick it out. We just looked like up, a guy. Now he's going up Ben Nevis in a Roman armor suit and all of that. What's the next one? Is he going to? We've do? got a clown twat, haven't we? So we, we've, we've we've literally got a twat. We've got we've got to work out what he's going to do in the next one after that. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't go Roman on the first one and then go backwards on the next one, can you? He's going to have to dress up as a yeti or something. Why don't we get him to climb up one of these cranes? <laughs> well, he was telling me earlier that he's got a license to uh, move one around. Oh, well, if he was a climb one. No, yeah, no, that didn't go down too well, did it last time with the guy on the uh, other side? No, 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 no. What happened? But no, we have to make sure that he does something <laughs> splat on every single event that we do. Yeah, maybe we should just get him dressed up as Chewbacca. Uh, yeah. Mount Snowden will get him dressed as Chewbacca. Yeah. Yeti. That'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeti. Shout out to Blue Mike with the Yeti casters. Nice little plug there coming in. Um, so, yeah, we have to think of some more um, ideas on what's going on with um, Overwatch or, or different ways of raising money and, um, you know, helping out with the general community. Have we got any ideas past Snowden 
and um, oh, what's the other one? Scaffold Pike. Scaffold Pike. It always gets me every single time. What a shit name for a mountain, Scaffold Pike. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to do Mount Snowden on Scaffold Pike. If you want to get involved, jump over to overwatch.charity. It might not be on the website yet, but... Then you're going to do the three peaks. Yeah, exactly. And then we're going to do a competition, and we're going to do three peaks in 24 hours, teams of two or three, and that's going to be a mental challenge where we hopefully um, will be getting everyone involved. We're also looking at doing some stuff out in Zimbabwe, which is pretty awesome, uh, with the is it, uh, with the Irvine Irvine uh, yeah, Conservation, looking after Elephant rhinos, century. elephants, and everything else. Rhinos. So that would be uh, rather exciting. Anyone got any other ideas about stuff that we should be doing about Overwatch? The audience can help. The audience can help. I think that's pretty much how it's wrapped up, isn't it? We've discussed the Chinese billionaire um, and his different opinions about Jack Ma and Chinese Interpol and a few other conspiracies. We'll call them that to stay on the uh, safe side of the uh, of the debate, I think, with uh, the CCP. If you're listening to CCP, this is a neutral podcast and we're just throwing <laughs> out some debates. For those guys that want to uh, listen to it, it's pretty straightforward to find. Just type the man China fears most um, in on YouTube or type in exile Chinese billionaires accusations of China. It seems to be circulating the internet quite a bit at the moment with 1.3 million views. And on our next podcast, we will be discussing about Cambridge Analytica and their involvement with uh, Brexit and also uh, the Donald Trump um, campaign. So that's what we'll be bringing us on to our next podcast. Guys, I really hope that you're enjoying some of our natters about um, politics, markets, crisps, Brexit, and also some crazy, crazy accusations against uh, different countries and also individuals coming out in the next one. So uh, very exciting times. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Raw Influence podcast. We've got some exciting guests coming on to the next episodes. So stay tuned and most of all, enjoy. Make sure you hit us up also on Instagram at Samuel Leach or give us a follow on youtube.com forward slash Samuel Leach. Thanks for listening, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs>